Hey everybody, this is JR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast and in this episode we're going to be doing some random things and more random things. First off, it's moto time. Remember this, rich people, poor people. Poor people act rich, rich people act poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. <clears throat> and also remember this, never quit your day job while conquering the world. My daddy always says that. And time is money, money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. Just remember that, okay? When it comes to life, all right? Now let's talk about this right now. I wanna give a special, special morning to someone really important into the world of boxing. Marvelous Marvin Hagler passed today. And I wanted to say a special morning to him. He was a great boxer. A really good boxer. He was like the Mike Tyson of the time great boxer, had a lot of good wins, a lot of good losses, but you can't deniably take that man's um, talent. I want to give a special thing out to that. And also, I want to talk about something that's important to you. The federal government right now is giving out the stimulus checks that got passed by the federal government. And so now, there are people now that are poised to receive the stimulus check if you are into getting your stimulus check and you want to know, go to irs.gov or just put in, type in IRS, um, IRS, where's my, irs.gov, get my, get my stimulus. And it'll go to irs.gov and you look on that website and it'll tell you where to go to find out where you can get your stimulus. I wanted to put that out there as a PSA. So get your stimulus there. All right. From the irs.gov website. For those who are into the, if you're in the United States, go to irs.gov and you can check out and see if you're getting your stimulus check. If you did direct deposit, you will get the stimulus check. If you get it through a hard check, it's gonna take two to three weeks before you get it. If you're in your state, different states have different laws and different rules. Like in the state of California, the governor is saying that he will give everyone a $600 stimulus money after they file their state taxes. So you, and if you do file your state taxes, so it's like 60 days after your state tax is filed and everything, you will get a $600 from the federal, from the state of California. Now, if you're in a state or municipality, what state you're in, check the local state government website, see if your governor is giving out any stimulus money to help you further your income and stuff. Check, do your homework. Look, if you're looking to get money to help out with your business and stuff like that, because this right now, that's why I said it's random. Also, on the random thing, on top of that, I, I will go, I will go, no, I'm going to come back to that one, but not right now. But So go to your state and check and see if they're giving it out. But in the state of California, the governor is giving out a stimulus packet to people who file their state income tax. They will get that, but it's between 45 to 60 days. 60 days is about 60 days or more. Some will get it, some will not. Not everybody qualifies. I think that's what the governor said. But some will qualify and get it. So if you are in that bracket, you will get it, okay? Now, let's talk. Bitcoins are going up. In cryptocurrency, Bitcoins go up. Bitcoins go up and down. Bitcoins are going up and down. I also want to say um, basic attention tokens, which is a, um, a, 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 a form of Ethereum. Ethereum is another cryptocurrency. Ethereum has a lot of um, uh, has a lot of sisters and brothers into that right there. Because Ethereum is like the mom. 
um, when it comes to crypto. And then Ethereum has different, different branch out like MakerMark and Celo and different other ones that are part of Ethereum. And um, basic attention tokens is a branch, is a form of Ethereum. Yes, and, and they utilizes the um, search engine Brave. Brave looks just like, just like Google search engine, but it just has a Brave um, logo on it. And um, Brave um, allows you to surf the net and you get tokens. The tokens you can use to give the content creators, like people who created a certain story or a person who created this blog or this particular um, site, money, tokens. And those tokens they can, they can use to further their content. And those contents, because eventually, once, once, make, once Brave gets to a point to where it's gonna take a while, once it gets to enough to where they're gonna start, people can start buying and selling Brave, which is the basic attention tokens, people are gonna start selling them. But not right now. Just start, I would tell people just collect them. Just stack them and stuff. Just stack those tokens, all right? Some people say, well, what if I get, what if I got, I got like a, I got like um, $10 worth. Can I sell them? Because they're going up. Well, you gotta wait. Because Brave not right now has not been able, they're not, they're still working the kinks out, I guess, to where they can sell them. People can buy and sell the basic attention tokens. But far as right now, it's not yet. With the, um, with the Brave software and stuff on the search engine, with the mobile app as well as the laptop. If you have a desktop, a laptop, or your mobile, it's not yet. Brave is not yet able to allow you to buy it. But you can buy basic attention tokens. You can go to like um, your, um, like maybe Coinbase or any online wallet, online crypto wallet that has Brave in there and it'll allow you to buy the um, basic attention token. You can buy some. I took the liberty a long time ago when basic attention tokens were like five cents. I bought a bunch of them because it was five cents a token. I mean, it was real low. I bought them. 10 cents a token, I bought a bunch of them. And I just let them sit there. Now they're at 87 cents a token. It's going up. But, you know, hey, to each his own. You know, that's what I'm saying. So you can, you can wait a little bit and then it'll eventually go up onto the higher markets and stuff. And stuff like that. So you can do that. Um, um, if, you're looking just to, if you're looking just to buy and sell, just to make money, a fast buck on crypto, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't advise getting into crypto because if that's what your goal is then crypto is not really for you well there's some people that just get into crypto just so they can make a fast buck I I've heard stories where there's guys like I heard a story there's a guy I mean listen if you got the money to invest in bitcoins there's a lot of people that be on TV talking about hey Hey, take this book. I'll tell you how to invest in crypto, how to do the foreign exchange, you know, the Forex and stuff with crypto and stuff. Listen, you can buy their book and stuff because all you're doing is making them rich. But if you're smart, do your homework. Listen to my podcast, do your homework and just follow. Go to YouTube and look up stuff on crypto. Learn about the crypto. Learn what you need to know because the more you know, the better you become. See, the more you know about crypto, the more you will not get scammed. Because there's a lot of scammers out there that will tell you, hey, give me a hundred bucks, I'll give you a thousand dollars. And then you wait, and then you get there, and then they say, hey, um, I need X amount of dollars to get your crypto out because 
you know, you got to pay for the transaction fee. I need another hundred dollars. And then you give them a hundred dollars. Well, I'm almost there. Can you give me another hundred? And then it turned out is this is a scam. So don't get scammed. Be, be very careful. Be very leery and just be vigilant. Okay. All right. I'm just telling you, be very vigilant in the world of crypto. There's a lot of people out there that are out to rob you of your virtues and your money. Uh, and I mean that, I mean seriously, because I've been, I've been there and I got ripped off massively. I had about nine, I had about 700 in crypto and I donated 500. That's what I call it, donated. The guy said, he'll give me five grand. I gave him 500. You know what he told me? Can you give me another $100 more? Cause if I got to pull it out. And I'm like, um, well, you said I didn't need to. Well, I, just, I know, but it's a transaction fee. I said, well, I, I didn't have a transaction fee when I, when I transacted it to you. Well, this person, he kept giving me all these excuses. So then I said, all right, fine. So I gave him another hundred. Then he kept asking me for more money. I said, well, give my money back. He said, well, I can't because it's all tied up. He kept giving me, he gave me every excuse in the book. And I was dumb because I didn't know a lot about crypto. And I stopped it. I was like done. I gave up 600 bucks. That's, that's way too much of my crypto. And I should have never done that. But hey, lesson learned. Now I tell everyone else, I tell you because I don't want you to be like me. See, I make the mistakes so that you don't have to. That's what I do. I make a mistake. You don't have to make that same mistake that I did. Okay? Just remember that, all right? Be careful in your crypto, okay? And I mean, just be very, very leery about that. Okay? Now, another, another subject I want to talk to you about. And this subject is very, very important. Okay? It's very, very important I want to talk to you about. Listen. A lot of people out here in this world will hate you based on the color of your skin, based on your gender, based on your sexual orientation preference, and based on, based on just who you are. They just don't like you. So listen, a lot of people, I would always say this, people are in your life, also when it comes to dating as well, people are in your life for a reason, people are in your life for a season. You gotta figure out which part are they in? Are they in your life for a reason? Or they're in your life for a season. If they're in your life for a season, I mean, they're here today, gone tomorrow. Be very careful. I always say, keep your friends closer, keep your enemies. Keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. That's what I mean. Be very vigilant. Because you gotta understand, not everybody, everybody's not truly your friend. You gotta have a person that's been there when you was at your lowest. If that person's been there when you was at your lowest, when you had no money, and they were struggling and you were struggling, that's a person you can keep closer, but not necessarily, because there's sometimes people that have been there at the bottom, as you come up and you tend to get bigger than they are, they tend to hate on you. I call it haterade. Like Gatorade, haterade, they wanna hate on you. They wanna just make you be where they're at. A lot of people are in your life, they'll say, they'll, they'll hear things, they'll hear stories about someone said this about you and then they take it personal. Listen. My thing is, don't take it personal. If that person believes the, the story, let them believe the story. Don't go, well, why that person is mad at me because they overheard something. Just ignore them. Let that, let that person believe that story. If it ain't true, then you keep it moving. My thing is, keep it moving. Because if you don't, you're gonna, you're gonna, be, you're gonna get to where they want you to be. And the swallow and mercury of them. 
So just let that person be just like you. I say just let them be the way they are. You know, society dictates on how you do things in life. You need to just put yourself into a level where that you should not have to follow. Don't be a party pooper. Don't be a negative Nancy. Don't, don't be a party Paul. Just seriously, just let it go. You know, just let it go. If they sit there and say negative things about you, you know, people do that because that's what they want. And they feel that you are the person they want to take, take their aggressions out on. It, you know, if you, if you are a person that you are, what do you call it? If you are a soft-skinned person because you feel that, you know, you don't have thick skin, then I'm, I'm sorry. But I'm here to tell you, if you, you got to get some thick skin in this society. In this world, you need to get thick skin. Because if you don't have thick skin, you're going to be just like everyone else, feeling the negativity and feeding. Negative draws negative energy. Negativity is like energy. It's like you need, people need energy to feed off of. Good example. If you don't, if you don't pay your light bill, guess what? You don't have lights. If you don't pay your water bill, you ain't got water. If you don't put gas in your car, how you gonna drive your car? If you don't get tools and maintenance on your car, cause you feel like, well, I don't need to maintenance my car, my car is good. No, you need to get that car serviced. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do that. Sometimes people will throw negative, some people will just be negative because they wake up in a morning negative or the evening or the afternoon, they wake up negative. So when they wake up negative, you need to just kill them with kindness. Smile, kill them with kindness. Because when you do that, you're gonna be a better person. Just be the better person. You have to be the better person in life, okay? Just gotta do it that way. Military always, in the, in the military, they always told us anger is good for combat, but not in, but not in the civilian world. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're young and you get a job, say, you, say, you get, say you're young, you're in your 20s, and you never had a job a day in your life and you get this job and the boss is really coming down on you. Remember this, constructive criticism breeds, uh, breeds a life into you. If the boss is coming down on you, telling you what you're doing wrong, just think about it. Okay, so I'm doing this and this wrong. Okay, like, thank you. Don't get mad at him. If you're mad, just let him know, hey, yeah, I didn't approve you. Are you angry? Be like, yeah, I'm angry. But then keep it moving. This is what I do at work. This is what I do in my life. If someone says, hey, are, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty pissed off, they go, hey, are you mad? I'm like, hell yes, I'm mad. But don't take it personally. I always say, yeah, I'm mad, but, uh, but uh, I don't take it personally. I'm a cook. I tell people, I don't take, don't take it personally. I'm just that person. I will always be like that. I don't, I don't put my anger, you know, for everyone, okay? I don't get mad at everybody and take it out on people. I just say I'm mad, but I'm mad at myself. The reason why I'm mad at myself is because that's just me. Ooh, one, two. Uh, Crown Vic, small car in the Suburban. Huh, yeah, I'm outdoors. Yeah, I seen, I, seen, I seen two cop cars drive by. Hey, oh yeah, that's one thing I wanna say. Listen, people always tell me this. Cops are not, not all cops are bad. And not all cops are good. That's what, that's what someone told me once. You know what I said? Yeah, you're right. Not all cops are bad. 
But here's the problem. If you have a bad cop in your, if you have a bad cop in your department, it starts from the top and works its way down. Because if no one really know that you have a bad police officer in your department, that's just breeding grounds for, breeding ground for more bad cops. It's like a good, it's like a good thing. Here, I'll tell you what you do. Here's what happens. I, I literally saw this. I grabbed, and I did this at home, because it, it cost me some money to do this too. I had got, I had actually got some, I had got some oranges from my, I got some oranges from the store one time. And I didn't bother to look. These oranges were on sale and they were on a quick sale. And I was like, ooh, quick sale, ooh, oranges. I'm about to get those. Didn't realize those oranges were rotten. Two of them were rotten in there. One was real soft and mushy, rotten. So I left them in my fridge, you know, in the, in the vegetable, in the, in the fruit bin. Cause we have two bins, there's a vegetable bin and a fruit bin. So I put them in the fruit bin and let them, let them sit there for about two weeks. Oranges, well, oranges should be pretty good in the fruit bin for two weeks. Cause I was like, okay, two weeks. I let them sit there cause I just got them. All of a sudden I went to go check on them cause I wanted to get an orange. Half of the oranges were rotten. Okay. And they were sitting there for two weeks. So half of my oranges were rotten. They were just terribly bad. So you know what that told me? I should have checked, but I didn't check. It's the same thing with law enforcement. You need to do your homework on your law enforcement. So here, now here's a little tip that I will tell anyone. It happened to me, it's gonna happen to you. One, first things first, know your law, no matter what state or municipality or town or county you're in or township, whatever you're at, know the law. Know the state law, know the, know the federal law, know the state law, know your county law, know your town or city law. You have to know that stuff. If you don't know it, go online, look it up. Look up your city laws on traffic and stuff. Because if you're driving, know the traffic laws. If you're walking, just know the laws, what you can and can't do. So when an officer, if an officer pulls you over and says, hey, by the way, hey, stop. And you stop and he turns around and he says, Come here, come here. That's what most police officers would be like, come here. Or, you know, or some of them are having a bad day, they'll get real angry and go, come here now. And you stop and you go, what, you know. <coughs> just go, yes, officer, how can I help you? Just go, yes. Just say, yes, how can I help you? That's what you have to say is, yes, how can I help you? You don't say, well, what do you want? No, just say, yes, how can I help you? He say, where are you headed? If you ask you where you headed, common thing is, if you're just headed home, just say, I'm headed home. And he says, where's your home? He says, where's your home? If, you, if it's right down the street, say, it's right down the street. He goes, okay, you got ID on you? Make sure you have ID on you. Give him your ID. If you don't have ID, if you got your job badge, like some people have job badges, you know, their badge from their work. Show them your job badge. I just got off work. You'd be like, excuse me, I just got off. And don't raise your voice. I hear a lot of people, I watch these videos, they're all getting loud with the officer, getting, you know, getting all, you know, bent out of shape with the officers and stuff. Don't do that. You know, just, just, just calmly say, I'm getting off work. And he says, you know, and just calmly. See, when you raise, if he's raising his voice, you don't raise your voice. Don't. Don't feed into his negativity. 
because that officer could have a bad day. We always got to give the benefit of the doubt. Now, if that officer says you look like somebody that was at a sudden such place at sudden such time, he said, oh, you look like this person that robbed the liquor store or you look like this person that broke into a car. That's what if they say something like that or you this person I saw in a known drug neighborhood. And then you need to say if you live in a if you live in a neighborhood that's in a known drug neighborhood and a cop a cop did this one time to me. And I lived in a I lived in a, a known I lived in a known drug neighborhood. I lived in a known drug neighborhood. The cop says, I seen you in a known drug neighborhood. What was the street? Oh, I lived down that street. Yeah, I lived down the street. I have a um I live down the street right there. There's a house. I have a room for rent. I live on such such address. I have a room for rent. So I do live in a known drug neighborhood. I just tell him. I told this cop one time. This was one of my old stories. I lived in a known drug neighborhood. I actually, you know, that's where I lived at because the rent was cheap. And this cop said, I seen you in a known drug neighborhood. I said, of course you're going to see me in a known. I said, yes, you're going to see me there. And he said, why? I said, because I live there. I live in a drug neighborhood. He says, oh, you do? Yes. I live at such and such address. Yeah, it's a known drug neighborhood. Yes, I live there. And I told him, yeah, I live in a known drug neighborhood. I was honest. Yeah, I live in a known drug neighborhood. Yeah, I live at this address. Yeah, my known, that's a known drug neighborhood. Yes, I know it's a known drug neighborhood. I live there. Rent's cheap. I told him, rent's cheap. That's why I live there. He goes, oh, okay, so you do live in a drug neighborhood. Yes, I do. You will always see me walking up and down the street. And guess what? And because I was walking, I asked, I turned around and asked the cop. I said, hey, could you do me a favor? He's like, what? Could you give me a ride to my house? I was, I mean, I was walking and I mean, hey, I was getting tired. He's like, uh, he, it, 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 it baffled him. He's like, what? I said, could you give me a ride to my house? He said, why would I want to do that? I mean, you're stopping me from walking home. So you might as well give me a ride. I mean, I, I'll take the ride. And you know what? That cop was so helpful. He's like, sure. Where you go? Come on. Because you saw me in an own drug neighborhood. I'm going to tell you. I'll take you to my house. He drove me all the way to my apartment, to my, to my room for rent. I went there. I said, right here. This is my address. He dropped me off. He also ran my name because they got to do that by law. When he ran my name, he ran my name. You know, when they run your name, you have a paper trail. So if a cop asks you, have you been stopped, you know, whatever, you have to tell them, yes. Just say yes. So, uh, so another day I was walking, another cop, not the same cop, another cop pulled me over because I'm walking home from work because I was a waiter. He says, um, have you ever, I said, um, you know, where are you headed? I'm headed home. Um, have you ever been stopped? Have you ever been in trouble with the law? I was like, no, but I have been stopped. He said, why have you been, he says, he says, what would you stop for? Um, I live in a drug, I live in a known drug neighborhood. He's like, what? I live in a known drug neighborhood. That's why I was stopped. It wasn't because of the color of my skin. It wasn't because I was black or colored or whatever, or an African-American. I know, because I, I live, I told him I live in a known drug neighborhood. And like officer wanted to make sure that I was going, make, he wanted to make sure that I was safe to go home. And he gave me a ride. And I said, oh, and he also gave me a ride home. You know, that's why I said, and he also gave me a ride home. So he looked at me and he was like, uh, would you like a ride home? I said, can I get a ride home? I asked him. The officer was like, uh, can you, you can run my, you can look up my name. You can see I was stopped. 
Yeah. And he looked and he saw it. Then I will stop. And then I got a courtesy ride. When he saw that, he was like, okay. Because I was, I was complying. You have to comply. If you don't comply with the law, you can go, you can go to jail because officers can say whatever they want to say, good or bad, you know. But it was a good thing. He gave me a ride home. That second officer, officer gave me a ride home. I said, I would, I would ask you for a ride home, but I really don't need to because right there, there's my place. Anything else? I said, is there anything else I can help you with? He was like, um, you should not live in this neighborhood. I said, well, find me a place that has affordable rent. That I, cause I'm a, I'm a waiter and I barely make money. Find me an affordable place. I will move out of this neighborhood. He looked at me like, huh? It baffled him because I asked him for help. And you know what? He just looked at me. It was like, uh, whatever. And he left. A couple days later, I saw that same officer driving down the street. I waved at him. Of course I waved at him. I waved at him because he's, he's the officer that pulled me over. Did a U-turn. He said, why'd you wave? He said, he said, he turned around. He says, hey, why'd you wave at me? Because he said, he, he, he didn't even remember me until I reminded him. And then he goes, oh, now I remember. Because they got a lot on their plate. And I digress about the things they do. So he said, why'd you, he said, why'd you, he says, you know why I stopped you? Because you waved at me. Well, I'm saying hello. I mean, I mean, can I say hello to you? Because, I mean, I'm in a known drug neighborhood. Gotta say hello. I mean, I, I feel safer that you're in the neighborhood. He, and he looked at me, he's like, oh, okay. Well, you can go, you can have a nice one. He didn't get out of his car, he just said, you can have a nice one. I just wondered why you stopped, why'd you wave at me? I wanted to say hello. And he was baffled. And later on, we became really good friends. Yes, that officer and I became really good friends. Found him on social media. When social media was just popping up, I found him on social media. Tell you my age, he was on MySpace. I tell you how old I am. And when I found him on my, when he found me, you know, I found him on MySpace. And we became friends, and and that was it. And it was a good thing. I don't see him anymore because I'm not in the same state no more. But other than that, that's a good thing. Now, what boils down to it is just everyone need to just. Put everything into perspective you need to be yourself you know oh yeah one other thing one last thing remember if you're going to invest in cryptocurrency just invest in cryptocurrency and oh yeah if you are a faith-based person and you believe in what everyone else but if you believe in what everyone else believes in like i tell people i'm a spiritual person i believe in what the bible says i follow the what the bible says and everything and you know, Bible says one thing, I believe that because that's the, that's the law. There's, there's two laws that I follow. There's God's law and then there's the court's law, the laws of the land. But then I also follow God's law. So, yeah. so you need to be able to put yourself in perspective. And oh yeah, one last thing. Yeah, it's the last thing, I gotta do this. Listen, stop with this hate against people of different ethnicities, like the Asians, please. Look, these people are these people are here for a reason. They're your business owners. You don't have to go out there and start assaulting Asian people. Don't do that. I'm I'm using my platform to say it. Don't do it against Asians. Also, be leery and also remember this: Native Americans are also are being are being attacked. 
reason why they're being attacked is because a lot of Asians, a lot of, um, a lot of Native Americans are coming attacked because a lot of Native Americans are being killed with assault. Sexual assault is rampant amongst a lot of, a lot of, a lot of um, poor, disenfranchised tribes. We need to be able to say, hey, enough is enough, okay? And a lot of drugs are rampant and alcohol is rampant on a lot of the Native American, a lot of Native American um, reservations. A short word for reservation is the res. You can, you know, just remember, be leery of that, okay? And also be very careful, okay? And also support the Native Americans and also support the Asian community because without them, America is, America is the land of the melting pot. We are diversity. We become who we are. And also racism is very, very prudent. Like if I go to, um, let's say, I go to Italy, I go to Italy. I go to Italy, all right? And I go visit Italy and I see a person of color who's speaking Italian. And I go, oh, where are you from? Italy, oh, you're Italian. Yes, he was born and raised there. He's Italian. He's not a black Italian or an Asian Italian or a Jewish Italian or an Arab Italian or an Indian Italian. No, he's Italian or he's French. He's from France, so he's French. Or he's British because he's from London. He's not uh, a black Brit or an Asian Brit. No, he's British. We're the only country that we put labels on everything with people. We got to stop doing that, all right? Now, I got to go, because I got to go pay the water bill. But I do say one thing. Hey, each and every one of y'all need to love each other, love, love everybody, and be, be respectful, okay? This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. Just wanted to come out and say a few things. And Bravo Six going dark.